Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, of course, we continue to monitor any sort of news that comes out about DeMar Hamlin. Last night was scary, to say the least, for all of us. I, um, I was pleased to find out that his mom was in attendance, because that's, you know, as a parent, that's one of the first things you think about if you see something like this is... Just how gut wrenching it would be uh, as a parent to watch the br- the broadcast that we watched last night, where they just keep cutting to Susie Colbert and she doesn't know what to say, oh. and and she was not put in a good situation last not night. At all. Um, but if that's how you're find if that's how you're learning about this information, um, every minute would feel like three hours. And so at least she got to ride in the ambulance with him. Uh, not a pleasant situation, but you still want to be there with your child in a situation like that. And so, you know, as I've said, we don't want to dwell on it. We've, I wanted to open the show with it because it's on the top of every, everybody's mind. And then again here at 4 o'clock as we kind of reset things to, uh, to talk about where we're at with this. For those catching up on the story, Hamlin collapsed on the field in the first quarter of last night's game tackling T. Higgins. It was a terrifying situation. Really unprecedented more than anything else. I think Lisa Salters, we have a cut from her, right, of her we do, on yeah. the sideline. This was after the game had been suspended for the night. She, I think she summed it up pretty well. It's hard uh, because, like you guys have said, this is a this is a human being, and all you can really think about is, you know, I hope I hope that guy is okay. We we've seen players go down with head injuries before, and uh, as horrible as that may sound, it, we've grown accustomed to it. Seeing guys take hard hits, uh, see them stay down for a little while, get back up, give the thumbs up, and mm-hmm. and that's all we were all hoping for was that that DeMar Hamlin was going to get up and that he was going to get up in that ambulance. He was going to give us a thumbs up and we were all going to know that he was okay. And, and, and when that didn't happen, I think this entire stadium was just devastated. I mean, I mean, right now, all I can really think about is, is that player, his teammates, just seeing the agony on their faces, the concern on their faces. They're scared for him right now and they should be. Uh, we all should be. Uh, but to see them hugging each other, uh, down on their knees, praying for him, his coach, the other team, their head coach, those players, uh, just to see how much unity and and just unified concern that they all had for this young man. Um, it's been overwhelming. There's a pall over the stadium right now. Uh, like you said, Scott, you come to work. We're expecting to see the game of the season. Uh, and what we got was so terrible, but that doesn't really matter. All that really matters is uh, is Demar Hamlin and his family, and we just can't say it enough that we hope that he's okay. Yeah, and for the players that were on the field last night, I do think that there's something that is particularly jarring about seeing uh, big, strong, grown men, fierce, competitive athletes on the field looked like they were completely shell-shocked, uh, like they had witnessed a tragedy, 
seeing somebody, and I don't know this from personal experience, but from discussions with people that are in my family with a medical background, seeing somebody who has CPR performed on them is not a pleasant sight. And keep in mind for that player what that process probably looked like as he has a jersey on and pads and how quickly they had to find, I don't know how they did it, probably, you know, cut through it. They had to take those items off yeah, and then perform CPR on him. So you're talking about a really scary, potentially ugly situation that the players were huddled around looking because, one, they're concerned, and two, they don't want the cameras getting in, so they're they're being good teammates and, and creating sort of a wall. Uh, but that's where you see Josh Allen almost hyperventilating last night. That's yeah. where that kind of stuff comes from. So. I mean, Man, a terrifying situation. I, I suppose the best part of the situation is you got to see what the brotherhood looks like oh, of yeah. the NFL. Like the, if it was up to the NFL, they probably would have been like play on, you know, because that's just how it is. The, the scheduling conflicts, all of the stuff that can get complicated. The players absolutely made their statement, did what they needed to do. Um, I mean, it's amazing when you see big hits and guys go down even after they give the thumbs up when they're being stretchered out, that the game then goes on and the broadcast goes on, and you know it's just kind of an awkward thing. But last night was just about as bad as it gets. I mean, I guess it, you know you, you hope that he's going to be able to pull through. Uh, he certainly got everybody praying for him, and uh, seems like a great guy too. I know you put up on our Zone Heads page uh, his last Instagram post, and it was like a really wholesome. Christmas family type yeah. of thing. His last post, he was at a toy drive for yeah. Christmas. A toy drive, and this is the beauty of social media. So not only are we all sort of trying to figure things out through whatever news outlets we can follow that have any credibility to them, and also leaning on each other for just sort of words that um, I think help ease some of our nerves in that situation. I think those are some of the positives that you see in social media and moments like that as it plays out live in front of our face. But $4.4 million has now been raised to that mm. that toy drive <clears throat> excuse me, charity for DeMar Hamlin. And so those are the kind of positive things that come out of that. I think whenever there's a tragic event of any sort, whether it's in football or, or um, you know outside of the field of play in life, um, we change protocols. We change rules. And... There was no precedent for this. That's why I'm right. not comfortable copping on today. Like, it would be so easy to just completely lambaste the NFL for not calling the game right away. I was on the edge of my seat waiting for them to do it. I was anxious, anxiously awaiting yeah. that decision like everybody else. It's like, this is so obvious. Just do it. Uh, but there was no protocol in place. The NFL is a billion, multi-billion dollar business that can't just make decisions on an emotional whim. They've got to go through a process. That process took them an hour. It was too long. I guarantee that in the future, that's what will change from this more than anything else that comes from this particular event in terms of what changes in the future is when you have a life-or-death situation, the game is immediately canceled. Period. And and you'd hate to have this situation ever happen again, but let's face it, it is a crazy game and things can happen. I mean, I was talking before about how I was texting my sister who's in the PR industry and she was absolutely lambasting the NFL and was disgusted, but I was also kind of saying what you just said, like, I've never seen this situation play out. 
kind of unprecedented. So as sort of tacky as it's been that it's taken this long, it's also like I you know a crazy situation to handle. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't even know if I believe the reports that. And Joe Buck said it on the broadcast. He said, um, I think I have it here. Uh, once officials gave each team five minutes to warm up before resume, uh, resuming play, Bengals head coach Zach Taylor walked across the field and that. consulted with Sean McDermott. Both coaches then sent their teams to the respective locker rooms. So I think people are upset today because the NFL should have stepped in and made that decision. I think they were in scramble mode. And could they have handled it better? Sure. I also think that they'll definitely hand it, handle it better in the future, and hopefully they'll never have to handle it better in the future. Right. We don't see anything like that. I also think in terms of just like the broadcast, probably need to change the way we're doing that too. Mm-hmm. It, that felt it felt awkward and clunky yeah. and Adam Schefter, who we go to for the latest breaking news, which coach got fired? Is there a quarterback yeah. that's getting benched? That's the that's the type of news Adam Schefter is reporting on to have him and injuries, but normal sort of injuries, quote unquote. Yeah, I, you know, this isn't C- it's, this isn't I, CNN. This isn't ABC News. I don't. We don't go to ESPN for breaking news in that way. And I think f- to put them in that spot a couple of times, fine. They would go to commercial break and then come back. Joe Buck would do a little rap, uh, recap on what was going on and then kick it back to the studio where they're supposed to have some live talk show about what happened. They can't speculate on anything. Booger McFarland's about to lose it yeah. over there. It's just a weird situation for everybody to be in. I don't know exactly what the best answer is for what they should have done. Probably some sort of alternate programming and then pop back in when you have updates. It just felt really awkward. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I don't it think made... anything would have worked, really. And then, meanwhile, and we've gotten some texts about it. People are saying, "Did you see Skip Bayless tweet?" Well, there's another one, and and certainly was insensitive. And I'm not the biggest Skip Bayless fan at all. I never listen to anything he has to say. I don't follow him on Twitter. But like, he, it's not like he didn't have some form of a point. It just was very insensitive, and it was certainly hurt. It was really bad timing. Yeah, it was bad. So his tweet read, "No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how?" This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. So he does save himself yeah. from cr- criticism for me. Clearly, this didn't work for Twitter at large. He is getting roasted. I just think that people were looking for somebody to be mad at last night. Certainly, as usual. Um, but the fact that he, he then kind of couches it by saying suddenly seems so irrelevant means that everything I just said doesn't matter. Not every thought that rolls through your mind needs to be tweeted. Well, I think this is a good example of that. That is a good example of because that. Because his point is valid. The problem is, is when he sent it. If he sent that, if I sent that out today, it doesn't get backlash. I mean, it might still. It Not might. like last night, because we're all so in the fresh, moment. Yeah. This, guy's, this guy's being wheeled off in an ambulance, and he's like, when is this game going to be played? Yeah, it was, uh, it, was it was bad timing. Football, The fo- regular t- football talk was like the last thing that... It's tacky. Yeah, it was just prayers up, prayers up. I mean, of course, the group chat in fantasy football that I'm in, it was like, well, you know, this is horrible. What do we, what do, we do? You know, what... and. I've heard from many people different scenarios, and of course, it's like when you're talking about life and death, it's very tacky to bring up.
but it did happen to be the fantasy championship. That's a real thing. And yeah. People do have money involved. And you know, Raheem Palmer tweeted before, and I think he even caught a couple rough uh, replies about it. But in in reality, if you took a Bengals or Bills over and they don't play 17 games, your bet could be voided. And it's like, you know, some people actually do survive off the bet. I certainly don't. I mean, those books should hand that money back. That would be the right thing to do. Well, you should give, you like should get the win, but they, in theory, they could. I don't avoid think it. you should get the win. Just a push, but that's still a tough push when you've like gotten to the. Well, of course. I mean, the, the thing about this is easy, but the, those decisions will need to be made. Uh, I'm in a fantasy situation where we've got to have you know sort that out. Uh, but it's kind of one of those things that it just. Yeah, losing whatever money I'll lose by not having Josh Allen complete this game sucks. But yeah. does it? It's all perspective, and it's, it's and that's bigger where, than a fantasy matchup. It's bigger than football. That's no doubt. It's like thank God I'm not dealing with this. I can handle the whatever two hundred dollars. Right? No, it's it's that's a real thing. You get a chance to wake up the next morning and you're not in intensive care, and it's like you. There's no 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 fantasy matchup matters no. at that point. I mean, it was uh, yeah. I mean, it, it it definitely brought back some memories for me. My best friend that I grew up with passed away uh, oh just over a year ago. It's hard to believe it's been that long. Exact same thing. Mm-hmm. What happened last night? Cardiac arrest just dropped, and so you know once you see that and you think that that's one of the possibilities of what happened we didn't know in the moment we're all speculating on head injuries neck injuries a rupture of uh an artery or you know all these different thoughts going through your head everybody's becomes a medical professional in the right. moment but um to see that you know it's uh and then you can't get that image out of your head of him falling and it seems like he was loved by the bills you know they were devastated. It, not that they wouldn't be for another teammate, but it did seem like he was an extra special yeah. teammate. By the way that he was supported, so that's rough. You wonder what it does to the Bills' season. Does it end their end up ending their season? Does it catapult them into what will make it a more epic Super Bowl potential run? I mean, yeah, we all become Bills fans moving forward. You know, I, I, I suppose, right? I do think that we will definitely attribute whatever happens to yeah. what happened last night, whether 100%. it's positive or negative. Hundred percent. So uh, we'll uh, hopefully get a, a positive update at some point. Um, we'll keep an eye on that, as I'm sure all of you will as well. Any sports station, any sports outlet that you follow, will have that. So don't worry about that. Mike Gennetti from SpotTrack.com is going to join us up next with the latest on what the Raiders will do with Derek Carr and a whole lot more right after this. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.